back, everyone, to Anime Was Not a Mistake, uh, our humble little anime retrospective podcast. Mm. I am one of your hosts, Dan Ryan, currently being held against my will at the Anime Was Not a Mistake video game booth, sponsored by PepsiCo. Mm. Uh, joined, as always, by my co-host... I'm the dedication for the new West Side Story that wasn't to Sondheim, but to Daddy, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. <laughs> <laughs> to Daddy. Daddy. Um... <laughs> Of course, yeah, uh, but, we'll get but, to that. Yeah, though. well, no, I, I, yeah. so I wanna, I wanna hear you unpack that. Oh, yeah, oh. Uh, it's, it's, it's sensational. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, as promised, we're gonna, we're gonna keep going through G Gundam. Uh, where I, I think we got a pretty fun batch yeah. of, of, and I've had a lot of fun with it so far too. Good. Returning, I like yeah. this tournament arc. Well, I think it'll only, it'll only keep escalating today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I'm excited. But before we continue on with that, do mm-hmm. we have any anime, life, or video game news to discuss? Anime bottom of the barrel. I'll say, I haven't seen an anime in a long while. I've been wanting That's to. That's okay. Demon Slayers on the list, like. It's just me finding the motivation to click play on the first episode. I understand. Yeah. And that's... The, I uh, I actually did Marathon Demon Slayer last night. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, you know, uh, gotten a little further in it. Um, excellent anime. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, we all got those seasonal yeah, blues. <laughs> so it, it it's sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes yeah. you just need, like, a, you need, you know, put on some white noise in the background mm-hmm. and it's not always easy to engage with new things yeah yeah um yeah i i've i've run into that problem recently mm-hmm. i i kind of throw on an only plays or like a political debate thing mm-hmm. that i've seen like 25 times but i'm like okay it's yeah. it's like mental comfort it's food me with podcast yeah. yeah yeah i've been doing the same thing and uh i wanted the game awards to really brighten my spirits Oh, but they didn't. Well, in fact, they didn't. They only made my spirits sink lower still. And I dipped out an hour in. <laughs> yeah, I watched... Dad to keep, keep... Go set a watchman. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I live mm. messaged it to, to, to my co-host, and... Uh, it was pretty... It was, pre- it was a pretty bad... Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty bad experience. And, yeah. and, like, a fascinating one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I suppose we should, we should get the, the bigger things out. Uh, uh, for me, mm. in my two wieners moment, yes. I got Star Wars Eclipse, a, uh, a Quantic Dream game, which, if you're advocating for a good workplace, Quantic Dream is not what you do, uh, which is uh, unfortunate, but it, it is, uh, you know, is what it is. Um, I, I, it was just, that, that was a whole thing, like, Jeff came out, and he was clearly addressing all of the shit that's been happening with Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you do that, and you immediately unveil a Quantic Dream game as a little... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, as a Star Wars fan, it looks awesome. It's set during the High Republic era that I'm loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll, I'm assuming, be story-driven and choice-based, and I'll be all for it. Yes. Um... Uh, on the on the low end of the spectrum, we got Sonic Frontiers, which I think looks interesting for a Sonic game. At least people are hyped for it. Breath of the World, st- Breath of the Wild style, yeah, open well, world. Yeah, Sonic. Quite, it's, it's Sonic in an open yeah. Breath of the Wild uh, yeah. frontier, um, which I think correlates with a leak that we might have even discussed on this podcast mm. last year. Wow. Uh, I can barely remember what I had for breakfast, and you expect me to remember a year ago? You know, like, but that was definitely, that was leaked, uh, like, along that it was, oh, it's gonna be a Sonic Breath of the Wild thing, and then, hmm. um, y- you know. Got a Sonic I, trailer? Yep. Y- yeah, well, yeah. At, at the very least, with yeah. Sonic Frontier, I, the, the response that I've seen from people is like, eh, but mm-hmm. at least they're not doing, like, 
you got to team up with old Sonic again to do mm-hmm. something. Like maybe it'll be different. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll return to the goofy, over dramatic stuff of the the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. That would that could be fun. Yeah. Um. But yes, Sonic two. Um. It looks fine. I was fine with the first one. I I got its appeal. I was like, I went with Matt. I went with Mark. They were both enjoying it, and I'm just sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> really could be going for a Shakespeare right now, or something, some Serrano de Bergerac, perhaps. But uh, I get it. Said so you got Sonic de Bergerac. Well, I wanted to know. I wanted to know Longclaw's story, and she got two minutes of screen time, and then ushered was ushered out of the film. I wanted to know what happened to Grandam Longclaw, mm-hmm. and I simply wouldn't get that wish. But uh, we do have Knuckles as Idris Elba. Yeah, a other way around. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, I get them confused sometimes. And uh, we have Tails in this film, With voiced her... by the video game voice actress, yeah. I believe. The Tails plane is there. Yeah. It looks like it looks like it's doing the plot of Sonic. Of Sonic, uh, which one did Knuckles show up in the first three? Uh, three. Yeah. So he, he, they're doing the plot of um, that one. Yeah. Because Eggman we're... finds the Master Emerald. Knuckles gets mad. And he's dumb and gets tricked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but then, not an enemy, and then they gotta team up and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that that happened. Um, I, I There was a uh, Dune RTS, you said? Uh, yeah, Dune real-time strategy. Um, Alan Wake 2, which is, uh, I guess, three years away That was still? the straw that broke my back, Dan. <laughs> I uh, said, if this is Alan Wake again... <laughs> Uh, a Wonder Woman game from, yeah. I think, a good studio. I'm excited for that. Mm. Um, Final Fantasy VII is coming to the Epic Game Store. Yeah. Uh, we. It felt like a lot of the stuff kind of blended together in my mm. mind. A lot of very samey kind of like people in armor arena fighter type things mm. got announced that kind of looked like Final Fantasy fourteen, but aren't, so it's like... And we didn't get Golden announced for Switch. We got the Arena Fighter. Yeah, that was... To... <laughs> Take that bear and... <laughs> it's like, truly shot through the heart. <laughs> you can pinpoint the second Jonathan's mind snaps. <laughs> How do they keep getting away with it? Um, for money, Dan. <laughs> what other reason? I mean, it's fine, but they know we want Golden on it. They yeah. know. No, they know. I, I, I just... Uh... They send out surveys every year. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it it's it's a little it's a little uh little concerning, a little troubling. Mm. And um, then the awards themselves, Nintendo notably absent. So usually they're there to like you know spice things up. Yeah, give us a quirky game, but instead we only got Reggie. Yeah, so giving out Final Fantasy XIV's award. Yeah, yep. And Metroid Dread got best yes. action yeah. uh, adventure game, which I was happy. I was kind of hoping it would get game yeah. of the year. I didn't think. It Takes Two would win Game of the Year, but... <laughs> I I didn't... E- I mean, I... My investment... Because uh, the only ones that I played mm. were were uh, were Dread and obviously Resident... I, I was leaning towards Resident Evil Village. Like, after Dread got the first one, I'm like, okay, maybe Village will... Yeah. You know. Because uh, Tall Lady got best performance. <laughs> That's true. We know her as Tall Lady. <laughs> um, Giant woman. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't... I I mean I've seen a lot of stuff from It Takes Two. Yeah, but I don't I don't know much about it. Cuphead got some DLC announced, so I'll finally pick up that physical when it's released. Yeah, they well they promised June, so mm. you could you could so physical maybe, will be next June. Yeah, maybe <laughs> mark it on Junes, your calendar. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was uh we got an Elden Ring, 
fittingly confusing uh, story mm. d- trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, a battle between gods and fallen gods and demigods and things like that. Mm. Uh, in in for the sake of because uh, the, the Elden Ring has been broken yeah. and that is causing bad things to happen. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it'll be too hard for me. <laughs> well, it'll be too hard for me. Yeah. Uh, it's not. I just want to experience it. But the uh, this was one of the things that. Perhaps my fatigue at having been, like, two hours into this fucking awards show at that point. Like, they built a little animatronic pot guy. Alexander. Yeah, like, the the enemy from, like, the enemy from Mm -hmm. the Elden Ring. Like, they built, like, a little animatronic remote-controlled pot guy, brought him out on stage. (laughs) But he only got, like, it was only on there for, like, two minutes. Hmm. So, like, he he, he rolled out on stage, Jeff Keighley was like, Ho-ho, pot guy! (laughs) Awesome. Let's look at this. Uh, you know, so it creates like this scenario in my head mm. where Pot Guy was the biggest celebrity get that they could find, but a scheduling conflict mm. meant that his you know thing had to get bumped. Yeah. Well, so, they had Keanu again. Yeah, he didn't mention Cyberpunk. <laughs> Good on him. <laughs> Jeff was like, "You've been here announcing some games <laughs> in the past year, and Kill they didn't one. say which one." Mm-hmm. But, uh, <sighs> yeah, it was. And the the final trailer of the night was um. Oh God, what? what? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch that. <laughs> Me no no. I don't even remember All what right. it was. Well, yeah, but I I don't. It was kind of like you know you always assume that they're gonna save the big one for the last. Yeah, but that didn't happen. Hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I did. I didn't need to watch it. I I I, I mean, I guess I'm glad I did for the the you Star Wars the trailer. Suffering, yeah. But um. Nothing of value was really uh, gained. Well, as you mentioned, the only thing we realized is that we could technically host that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, without a doubt, you and I could... Yeah. The biggest asshole I know, turning it over to Dan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Can't help but notice you're wearing the uh, Amazon Smart Pants TM. They got a big job holding up, <laughs> holding up, <laughs> holding up all that bullshit. <laughs> now, what was the... Uh, what was the... the... Your age but, is showing today, dear. Oh no, the yeah. uh, the what was it? Was it the the, the Nicki Minaj thing? Like and now back to this bitch who had a lot to yeah. say about What's me. What's good, is, Miley? Yeah, yeah. So You're that, a little late to that one. That was in high school, but short. Sure, oh my god! <laughs> Yikes! Uh, <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> but no, like I, I, yeah, it's just like those awkward cuts to to like, hi, I'm Dan Ryan. I'm here with Jonathan Kwiatkowski. We're in the gamer lounge. <laughs> we're at the Mountain Dew TM gamer lounge, and we cannot wait to get our hands. And we're not actually holding like. The controller's not connected to anything. Yeah. We can't wait to get our hands on Dying Light 2, and mm-hmm. then it's... And then, like, we're facing away from the TV, yeah, and it's... I'm it's, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it's playing Zelda. So, you know, I, I, I don't... I, I, I don't like awards shows in yeah. general, Well, this but one was, it, like, worse than normal, and then we had Sting for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, with the accompanied by the Video Game Awards London Symphony Orchestra. Questions, questions. Um, it, it was just so like it felt very, and I know they've had problems getting like the funds together. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where Jeff desperately wants <laughs> this to happen. He's he makes it happen, and God bless him for making it happen. It, yes. But it's like it, it felt very like like that whole pre-show was just. We cannot wait to try Amazon's new telepathic video game TV yes. block yes. thing. And 
I think we're old. I mean, that's every award show, though. That's me with the Oscars, but this year, I'll be tuning into the Oscars for the drama of it all. Oh, yeah, that's Gaga versus the Uh, world. Rachel Zegler from New Jersey, New Jersey Starborn. Maria in West Side Story, 17 years old, from Patterson, New Jersey. Oh, awesome. Yep. Awesome. And she'll be in Shazam 2. I think this is her first. And she's Snow White in the new live-action Snow White. Okay. So her career is taking off. Yeah. Yeah. In a major way. I guess I'll talk about that next then. Yeah, yeah. Go, okay. go, go for it. So the only thing that I've done this week is I had the pleasure of seeing West Side Story, which is one of my favorite musicals. Um, probably fifth best Sondheim, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it is topical since Sondheim died like a week or two ago. Yes. And uh, they released this. Spielberg, in my opinion, has been missing a lot in his recent career. With Ever since Tintin, I liked Tintin, and then after that... I never really liked anything else from him. No, I agree. In a major way. And yeah. I like Tintin a lot, even though over here in America, I don't think it did that well. No, it didn't. But okay. I Tintin was, was really cool. Yeah. I don't think Tintin gets enough shout-outs, but that was a yeah. really cool movie. But um, I went in with a little bit lower expectations, because I said the first one, the musical is already kind of perfect, and the first movie adaptation of it has so much of that Broadway. It has Jerome Robbins at the helm directing, Robert Weiss directing, a lot of the Broadway actors cast in there, already swept at the Academy Awards, winning, I think, 10 out of 11 nominations for Mm -hmm. its time, so big deal. Um, How do you perfect perfection? And surprisingly, I think Spielberg actually did it. I preferred this to the original, because I think it is finally a fresher take on West Side Story. Even though they don't change the time period up or anything. It's still in mm-hmm. the 50s. Um, it just has a new life in it. Like some of the numbers that used to drag for me. Including like Officer Krupke. And you know somewhere and stuff. Stuff that I've watched with younger students being a teacher. And showing them West Side Story. And being like the new one's coming out. We'll compare and contrast. And then COVID hit. So mm-hmm. it didn't come out for like a year after that. Uh, we've been waiting forever. I think that this is like the new modernized younger generation West Side Story. And in a way, it's spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just the acting from everyone, even though canceled Elgort, and that's what I'm going to call him, you know, hitting on those minors. Yeah, Hansel Ingeldorf. His, his scene where yet. he spies the young 17-year-old Maria at a dance. <laughs> Hits different. Well, yeah. if you know, you know, <laughs> But it's fine. There are so many other shining stars in this film, including, I think her name is Ariana DeBose, who is the school marm in Schmigadoon. Mm -hmm. She was the bullet in Hamilton. Oh, she was something else big, and I feel bad for forgetting that. But anyways, it's good. We've got Rita Moreno back for an original role. Mm -hmm. They kind of give her a piece, uh, a character piece that's in the original, but she is the wife of that character that is dead. If mm-hmm. that makes any sense, and kind of replaces her, so we get a bridge between the Puerto Rican and the you know white side of things. Mm-hmm. I liked that they used scenes that were entirely in Spanish with no subtitles, so it felt like both sides got an equal say. And it's not like Spanish yeah. that you won't be able to understand either, but it's like better than the original where it's like "Hola, se llamo Maria," uh, yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. the white people are like, "Oh, baffled." They actually have Puerto Rican actors playing the Puerto Ricans, which they didn't do in the original. Yeah, um, Natalie Wood, one of the whitest actresses in Hollywood, <laughs> winning for Maria. Um, but overall, I think like even if you don't like musicals, definitely pick this up. I think it's my film of the year, even with House of Gucci. Because it it just wowed me that much. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised going in. Whereas Gucci, I was like, oh, this is far more campy <laughs> yeah, than yeah. I imagined it to be. Yeah. Um, and I wish it was a little bit more of a Gaga acting piece. So we'll see when the awards come around. But this is my 
my critical darling of the year, and so late in the year at that. Of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, well, on the other end of the spectrum, Cowboy Bebop got canceled. Yes, we already. saw that. So uh, there is a god. Uh, yeah. Uh, before I even finished watching it, uh, <laughs> it, it it's been canceled. So, um, <laughs> not, not much to say. <laughs> you can't always get what you want. Um, so I don't know what that bodes for the future, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm. I know there's already like. Um, kind of contrarian, like, now that it's been cancelled, it's a short-lived hidden gem, yeah. and people are trying to petition yeah. to get it renewed, <laughs> I, you know... Yeah, people say, they didn't understand the camp value, I'm like, I understood the camp value, it just did not gel well with me. Yeah, our, our one buddy retweeted that, uh, like, the series of articles that was like, Cowboy Bebop doesn't have to be good, and here's why. <laughs> it was like, you know, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop wasn't meant to be enjoyed, so, you know, keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just, like, come on, mm. just, you know, let, 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 let's move forward, yeah. you know? As a race, as a yeah. human race. <laughs> um, but I think that's the only... Uh, news news. I have, I have another heavy thing. We lost another great. Oh. Uh, Keiko... Oh my gosh. I'm sorry if I butcher your name. Keiko Nobumuto? No... Oh my gosh. I'm going to take that again. Keio... Ke... <laughs> Can't say this word. Keiko Nobumoto mm-hmm. was a Japanese screenwriter who recently passed due to esophageal cancer. She's known as the screenwriter for Tokyo Godfathers, Cowboy Be- Bebop the movie? Knocking on Heaven's Door, that one? Yes. Okay. Uh, Macross Plus, and Ooh. she was the story slash scene writer for the first Kingdom Hearts. Oh. So, you know, a lot of connections there for us. Yeah. Pour one out for her. Yeah, she will certainly. Be and she died young. I think she was only 57. So, yeah. you know, it's just sad, somber news all around. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Mm. Um... I did see, I mean, another tangent, uh, nothing relating to that, so R.I.P., of course, but uh, I did watch the Pokemon Evolution, I never remember what they call it, the new Pokemon thing. It's the- Evolutions. Evolutions yeah. with the Rayquaza, and it was good. It, yeah, it was episode. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, just uh, just an incredibly animated little thing. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they keep going forever with these mm-hmm. uh, in some capacity. Just holy shit. Yeah. The... the when when uh, Zinnia is walking up the tower and it's playing like that remix of the uh, of the Sky Pillar theme, mm-hmm. like the more bombastic, like you know, when it's going through the history, like I'm like like ah, oh, Chef's kid. This is this is <laughs> this is cinema. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this should be shown in Dolby screens. Yeah, no, yeah. I, no, but I'm very impressed with those so far. So I think we're getting those in quick succession. Yes. Um, well, that's all I got, man. I think the only other thing, I I don't even remember if I mentioned it uh, in my last batch of news. I did start watching Hawkeye. No, you didn't mention. Uh, yeah. So, uh, very good so far. Mm. Like, I, you know, obviously, if you like the Marvel stuff, then go for it. It uh, it really gives Hawkeye some character development. Like, it, it goes into the whole... Because, uh, like, in the time skip between Infinity War and Endgame, he... He lost everyone in the snap, so he he had this stretch where he uh, put on this ninja outfit and called himself Ronin, hmm. and he he pretty much went and did like a scorched earth tear down, like like murderous rampage mm-hmm. through the entire like like multiple countries criminal organizations, okay. like like drug cartels and yakuza and mm-hmm. and mafia, and he. 
he just you know he because, had the time so yeah he, he went because he was just so grief stricken and nihilistic that he's like if if I lost these you know my family I'm gonna go take out every criminal that has been left standing and uh, this this show goes into him you know reckoning with that and Haley Steinfield is 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 great as uh, like she's. Kate Bishop, mm-hmm. that was a fan cast that people have been making since, like, the MCU got going, so mm. uh, she's doing perfect in it, mm. and um, a frequent, uh, frequent mention on this podcast, Vera Farmiga is in there. <laughs> she always finds a way, doesn't she? Uh, you know, as, a, as once again, sort of probably an evil mom, mm. um, but, uh, you know, interesting stuff. Good, good, you know, f- filling in details. Um... Florence Pugh is in there as the Pewster. Yeah, she is uh, because she was introduced in the Black Widow movie as yes. um, as the new Black Widow, mm-hmm. and she shows up in this show. Uh, seems like they're going to incorporate other little things from mm. the canceled Netflix shows because okay. those were like street level crime mm-hmm. people. So maybe Kingpin, maybe Daredevil down the line. Who knows? Mm. Uh, but no, I, you know, these shows of, I, in my opinion, they've all been quality so far. She-Hulk looks like it's going to be insanely faithful to the character. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac looks like it's going to be a trip, so a mm-hmm. lot, lot, lot to look forward to on that front. Indeed. Um, our tangent? I have none. No, well, <laughs> oh, no, no, well, no I, you, have, yeah. you prepared one. Um, so, uh, last week, we decided, uh, you know, for lack of other content with these tangents, um, <laughs> to pad out the runtime to keep the, the, the raccoons happy, yes. um, we will, uh, you know, spitball some ideas for a Pokemon game. Mainly, Jonathan will come up with the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the concepts, the concepts. And, then, and then I will refine them and draw them into... You'll be the hands of this company, Dan. Into, into, into actual <laughs> pokes. And it, it, it works better that way because I don't like... Uh, I, like I like having a baseline to create yes. shit from, and if that is provided for me, then I can do so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, uh, to to recap, last week we decided that they would be Pokemon Topaz and Lapis. Going back to the gemstones, baby. Um, our two main box legendaries would be a Thunderbird and Mothman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, representing the past and the, the future. future. Yeah. Um, and we'd have a southwestern, midwestern sort of vibe going yes. on. Yeah, yeah, I think in we our region. mentioned oil fields and yes. clay at yes. one point. Um, so uh, I am in the process because uh, during the past week I became very emotionally invested in this, mm-hmm. and I have redrawn the base designs for these two box legendaries mm-hmm. several times, and um, still not perfect. Still want to revise Nobody a few things, yeah. uh, so I, I um, you know, those will be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, first, I just want to address something about uh, our, our 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 Topaz Thunderbird. Yes, uh, the franchise already has lots of birds. Yes, and I I can draw another bird. I can I can base you know. Uh, in fact, the basis that I started building him from was a turkey vulture okay because that's a southwestern like bird eon. like eon <laughs> um and you, you know they uh they're like um one of the largest i think extant birds in mm-hmm. existence they they're great at hunting and everything so i can keep going down that trend mm-hmm. but obviously you can debate how stylish a a vulture themed pokemon yeah. would be 
but I will attempt it. Um, so, so my question to you, my mm-hmm. co-host, uh, mm-hmm. is, uh, do you want me to continue down that path for Topaz Box Legendary, or do you want me to go with the, like, um, cowboy urban legend version of the Thunderbird, where mm-hmm. he's... It, where it's like a leftover, like, pterodactyl type thing. I mean, either or sounds fine with me. I was thinking, like, if you want to throw in some, like, Quetzalcoatl flair, too, you know, spice it, things up. Well, you know, yeah. no, literally uh, uh, the the uh, the um, the dinosaur mm. that people attribute that to is, is the, 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 okay. the Quetzalcoatlus. Right. Well, it's well, then like I a, think that's the direction I lean, then. Um, yeah. Because there, you know, there are a lot of birds, um, but there are... You know, we've only really had uh, like Aerodactyl and you know, uh, I you know Archaeopter. You know, we've had the yeah. Archaeopteryx yeah. represented, but um, if I follow the thing of making like a very realistic Pteranodon mm-hmm. type thing, uh, and there's a specific one, and this is this is deep into weeb knowledge because I only I only know about this thing because because uh, a Super Sentai. Mm-hmm. There was a one of the Dino Rangers was based on it. It's like a a, a soup tea something, <laughs> mm. but it was like the largest flying reptile that ever lived. Okay. So you know, if you want, I could I could make a mock up of like of that, that route. Yeah. Uh, you I know, mean... and then and then he'll be the Thunderbird, but incorporating like mm-hmm. how settlers and cowboys yeah. like what they thought it was like a living dinosaur yes, that was yes. left over i like that um so i will i will try mm-hmm. that route did we him. settle on types yes okay uh it, obviously thunderbird is going to be electric flying okay and i think we settled on psychic bug yeah. for mothman and i think we threw out the idea of a, a cute legendary we did, bridging yeah. the gap should we bring that up now or sure um is it a jackalope yes and we settled on something fairy ground fairy, ground fairy. that was that was your idea yeah. and that yeah. that that is that is very doable yeah. i think that works well with the rest that will be the cute mew jirachi mm-hmm. one um and we got two more legend like mm-hmm. uh you know ones that will be based on other concepts related to time but okay. we'll unveil those when the, mm-hmm. the appropriate time comes when prompted to do so um, but, uh, in the meantime, uh, do we have any ideas for the starters? Oh, I have plenty of ideas for starters, Dan. Okay. The only thing I'm going to say to you and our audience is don't ask me to name anything. Mm-hmm. I think naming something will take time mm-hmm. because I want to do it justice to, like, the cultures involved. I want to make the puns witty. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make it seem like, you know, we're throwing our hat in the ring too early. Yes. You know? Um, so... First, we're going to start with the fire starter. Okay. okay. So I'm a stickler for patterns, and I want the fire starter to still uphold the Chinese zodiac thing. Mm-hmm. So that leaves us with a few options. So mind you, I'm going to be running these ideas by you. We still have room for a fire dog, mm-hmm. a fire ox, a fire snake, a fire ho- horse, or a fire goat. Um, and some of the animals that I have written down here that might fit, fit such a thing. The first one I have to mention is because it's just so cute and it is a Midwestern native. It is the javelina, which is a little boar <laughs> type creature. Um, so I thought that might be a good thing. Oh, wait, sorry. I didn't say pig for fire. Never mind. I said that. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading the wrong notes here. I have this Mexican dog that I'm trying to find here. It's going, pardon me if I butcher the name. Um, I think it's called Claudie, Claudie, hold on, not the raccoon family. It's called, uh, it's spelled X-O-L-O, so Zolo Insic, 
Cunitili. And it's kind of those dogs you see in a lot of, like, Mayan artwork that mm-hmm. are very big in the Mexican border. So that could be an option there. Uh, for snakes, we have rattlesnakes, sidewanders. We could do, like, a horned possible lizard scenario for a fire type. Mm-hmm. Um, we could do my major idea, which is not technically ox, but I wanted one of the starters to represent the buffalo soldier. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if that would be a more humanoid buffalo since we already have Tauros, Buffalant, and stuff. Like maybe it starts as a cute buffalo and then gets a little bit more human Wendigo-esque buffalo soldier fighter. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would say that... I would say that um, an ox would be fine because... Mm-hmm. Or an ox into a buffalo would be because they've already... Like, Cyndaquil is supposed to be the rat on the Zodiac, and he, yeah. he's like a like an echidna. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into like a... Um, like a... I don't know. Well, uh, Typhlosion is almost like a... A thing. It's like, it's, <laughs> uh, it's like a Tasmanian devil or something. Mm. So it's not out exact. of the realm that like All a right. bovine... As long as it's a bovine, it'll turn into, right. you know, something right. else. So... Do, you know, if you, mm-hmm. I, I, I would be game for ox if you want to do that. All right, so ox is great. So we have one big, one big mighty ox following mm-hmm. the. Well, it's like buffalo, so yeah, buffalo ox, and I said that that should be like representative of the buffalo soldier, um, and have a humanoid, humanoid-ish type Evo. So maybe okay. it goes from quadrupedal to bipedal. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe we could spice that up with types, too, instead of the standard, or we could do firefighting again. It's up to you. Since it is soldier, but we'll leave that for another day, I guess. Um, for grass, uh, I are grass usually reptiles? Have we gone past that point? I know Chespin is a mammal. Um, They, generally, the, the recurring thing... We had with- a Grookey, too, so... Yeah, but but even the like the recurring thing with the grass types is that they're all extinct animals. Like oh, okay. they st- they start out as recognizable ones, all and right. then their final evos are all extinct all right. animals. Hmm, extinct animals. So that'll give me a little bit more to think of. Maybe, I mean, we already had a grass snake, so I don't want to do like the typical horned thing. Maybe we could do something. Oh my gosh, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I wanted to do. Uh, <laughs> A prairie dog motif, mm-hmm. where it was like, it starts out with one lone dandelion or tumbleweed or something, and then yeah. evolves into, like, something a little bit more floral-themed. Like, in the vein of Poplio evolving into something more beautiful. Well, no, but that's yeah. doable, because if you want to do a prairie dog, mm-hmm. he could start out as that, and then he'll evolve into just an extinct mammal. Okay. Like, because Chespin starts out as, like, a little generic modern-day mammal, but mm-hmm. then he turns into uh like that extinct armadillo okay. ancestor. Okay. So Even like an armadillo, perhaps. We, I, it could. We yeah. could literally do an armadillo because Chespin did not take advantage. Armadillo, yeah. And then it uses like the flora and fauna around it to create a little. Well, not into an armadillo. Oh, okay. I would say if you wanted like the base to be an armadillo. I like that. And then we, uh, we could keep that. But like, but if you want to go prairie dog route, it could it could literally it could evolve into mm. just a similar looking. I think armadillo would fit better. Armadillo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I only worry about if it is our grass starter making it too similar to Chespin in that regard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let me... I will attempt Prairie Dog, then, okay. if, if you agree. Okay. Oh, sounds good to me. And then water, being that the desert is lacking of water, I had, like, an- aminals 
that like water, I guess, that like to swim around. Uh, I have a few options. We have, of course, the black bear. Mm-hmm. So we could do something different and make it like a water bear. Yeah, yeah, I like <laughs> Literally. that. Literally. I like that. Um, Really like, and I think that could get a little bit spiritual too, like Brother Bear-esque. Mm-hmm. Even though they're different sides of the region, I think, you know, that's more of a snowy tundra-esque thing. But I, I don't know, I feel like that connected with me a little bit more. And we've had ice bears before with bear tick. Yeah, yeah. And etc. But I think this might stay like quadrupedal maybe. Yeah. Yeah. This could be this could be the big one. This mm-hmm. one like the one that Yeah. And then if you prefer a few slinker options for water, I had the coyote. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how it would relate to water, but <laughs> I'm thinking like astral, yeah. maybe constellation themed something. I had lynx and ocelot as well. I legitimately think that the uh, water bear okay. would be cool. Yeah. Cause, but we can save that that celestial coyote as a, just a general. Mm-hmm. That could be our our Lucario Ooh, or like Zoroark. That. Okay. Okay. That could be like the two, our marketing shill uh, okay. canine. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Okay. Yep. I was looking for porpoises, but uh, only the manatee came up, and that's in Florida. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a long way for it to travel. Yes. Still waiting for that water dolphin. <laughs> Yeah, but yep. th- these are All yeah. Right. So I I will I will take these to so, the drawing board. So we have fire type buffalo ox soldier mm-hmm. theme. We have water black bear and prairie dog grass. Yes. Yeah. So that gives us a good variation too. I feel. Yeah. Okay. I I feel like I could make the prairie dog one into the speedy one. Mm-hmm. The the bear will be like the the I don't know bigger defense tank mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. buffalo soldier will be the attack yeah yeah so makes sense all right good it is done yeah so no these yeah. are great mm-hmm. these I will take these back to the lab and <laughs> see what I can I can come up with uh and of course I will swing this by you but the box legendaries are um now that that problem with the topaz one is solved mm-hmm. um because unironically, the thought I had was like, I could do, like, I could make him look like Eon, and I could Eon. do that, but it would be like one of those things where one of these legendaries is going to be very ugly, and then the other one, like, I want to do, I want to make sure they both look yeah. cool. No one does a Dialga over Palkia situation in the store. Yeah, so, <laughs> it, and it's just like, again, we do have, they've never done a direct Thunderbird, like, even, even Zapdos is like a Garuda, mm-hmm. it's not... It's not a one-to-one thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, like every approach I took to it that was bird-like came out looking like, you know, it either had Zapdos vibes or it had um, Phoenixmon mm-hmm. vibes. Like, I... Yeah. It's a big gold bird, so mm-hmm. I, you know... But if I can go, if you give me permission to go that... Uh, yeah. Go wherever the wind may take you, Dan. You know, the, uh, the, the reptilian route, <laughs> and... Uh, as long as our inanimate object this time is a prairie home companion, like literal wagon yeah. <laughs> for the river. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we can make a wagon. Yeah, uh, I'll get. I'm gonna write that down now. Yeah. We will make a wagon. It starts out as a wheel, evolves into a wagon. There's literally there's a gathering of them. there's little like yeah. We just spin. no. It's four of the wheels, and they find an abandoned wagon, and they just <laughs> connect. Exactly. Yeah. It could be old. It could be an old time you wrote them form. Yeah. That could be too. Yeah, not a butter churn. <laughs> no, no, I'll, no, no. We'll we'll go we'll go ham on making a wagon Pokemon, and I'll give Rotom like an old timey 
We'll ask Grant what would be good for Texas. Yeah. We'll ask him what piece of technology it could possess. Mm-hmm. It could it could possess like a like a little um, space rover. Yeah. And it could get, like, part ground type or something. So the the possibilities are... um, Endless. Yeah, I... I, Do we want to keep, then, Topad, do we want to keep him electric flying, or do you want him to switch over to electric dragon? Well, what's the balance there in the scenario? What do we have set up for type-wise? So we have electric flying, and then... What is Mothman again? Psychic... Psychic bug. Psychic bug, and then our third is fairy ground so what would the type balances well be in that a little the jackalope isn't um isn't the oh third, not uh, not the, included the, oh, sorry the, the uh the third member i was thinking um were we saying like wendigo the uh this is um what what in terms of like their zygarde ah. i was thinking of uh sasquatch okay and he's the present Pokemon because mm-hmm. he, like, meditates yeah. and shit. Okay. He's very present. Uh, his type can be determined. Um, and I think the only thing was, like, we like they both had a weakness to rock. Okay. Um, so then the, uh, yeah, and then our, our Wendigo representing, <laughs> who's, like, the Giratina, uh-huh. who can harm them, is, like, rock, rock ghost. Okay. Um, so if you want, do you, would you rather me leave him electric flying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. We did it. That's doable. Yep. Shall we foster on, Dan? Yeah, I would say so. But Mm. again, I'll take these. Yeah. Consult. Remember to give me those prompts. I need time to think. Yeah. No, uh, no, always. (laughs) I don't do good at improvisation. You know that. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is this, but this is good. All good ideas. Mm. Um... So, with your approval, yes. I will move into, uh, or wheel out, the drawing board, <laughs> uh, Future Century Edition once again. Yes. Uh, so, so to recap, very brief amount of time, because it was like less than our usual week ago, I think. Um, it was a full week. We just had two episodes that last week. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. Uh, so, the, uh, the Gundam fight finals are underway at Neo Hong Kong. Shockingly, Master Asia is still alive... And he appears to be in cahoots with Prime Minister Wong Young-Fat of, uh, of uh, Neo-Hong Kong, <laughs> because Neo-Hong Kong had, previous, had won the previous Gundam fight, so they have held... Giving him rule of the universe. Rule of the... Yeah, he's mm. had sovereignty over the universe uh, in, the, in the meantime, and now has to host the, the finals. Uh, he does have an Eggman chair and a giant chess set, so you know he's bad. Yes. Um, so the finals run on a point system. Uh, mobile suits can be repaired and modified as needed. You just need to try to keep, you know, getting as many victories as you can mm-hmm. to rack up as many points, points. as you can. Yeah. Um, at the opening ceremonies, Doman vows to defeat every opponent he faces. Um, and so far, he has faced and emerged victorious against the Zeus Gundam, the Cobra Gundam, and the Mandala Gundam. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, moving into today's episodes... Um, we want to focus on the four heavenly kings. So today's batch will properly introduce two of the three Gundams who attacked Doman as he was arriving at the finals. Okay. Uh, the fourth member uh, of this mobile fight quartet is actually Master Gundam itself. Mm. Uh, well, Master Asia takes that form. Uh, so they chickened out, did they? Well, they didn't chicken out. It's just that that the uh, Master Gundam has always been one of these, uh. like one of the. Four heavenly kings. Four heavenly kings. Um, so uh, it'll, it'll, you know, it'll start introducing the rest of them. 
Um, and uh, they originally manifested as, like, beast-like entities, and they kind of have some of those elements incorporated in their designs, but the, the, the actual designs are, are much more varied. Mm. Um, like, uh, all of them have alternative names that are references to popular wuxia movies. Okay. Um, like, uh, again, I, don't, I, I didn't want to put them in just yet because I would butcher the pronunciation, but I guess when they were designing these guys, they were, uh, they were fans of wuxia movies. I think three of the four of them are all named after um, films from one wuxia director that the, I guess, staff really, really loved, mm-hmm. um, and then another one, um, is, uh, is named after something, is named after another wuxia, uh, film that was also popular. Okay. Um, but I think, I think even back when I first talked about Master Asia, like, his whole Undefeated of the East persona is a reference to, like, a, a movie of a similar title. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, they, they got a love for, for these martial arts and Movies. these epic, yeah. you know, Eastern stories. Mm-hmm. So, um, gotta get into trope talk, Ooh, uh, because this- favorite time. <laughs> I, I went down a rabbit hole here, and I, um, you know, it, it was just a very interesting little thing, because originally I was gonna talk about the whole four is death mm. trope, mm-hmm. like how the, that symbolism pops up, but this is actually an unrelated thing to that. Okay. Um, and when, in researching it, I wanted to, to bring it to the table here. So, a recurring trend in Japanese stories is to include an exceptionally powerful group commonly known as the Four Heavenly Kings, or some variation like the Four Kings of Heaven, something Mm -hmm. of that. Um, This trope is derived from the titles held by the four strongest warriors serving under a given samurai lord. Uh, The Four Heavenly Kings are usually commanded by a single individual who impressively... uh, outranks them in power, Hmm, so... Sounds an awful lot like Sailor Moon. No, we, no well, I, I got that right here. Oh, I see. Um, but, uh, so, so usually usually it is a member who is separate from the four, mm-hmm. who is the, uh, the you know, uh, the, the leader. Um, and in most cases, when this trope shows up, they are, the like, the most oppressive and dangerous mm-hmm. person. Makes uh, sense. You know. So, um, you know, that person usually outranks them power, socially, whatever, uh, and, uh, this makes the trope distinct from a typical five-man band setup. um, you know, uh, so each member generally corresponds to one of the four cardinal directions, mm-hmm. um, and in the dubbing adaptation process, uh, as far as, you know, if, if you watched the dubs growing up and everything, sometimes it's conveyed as, like, a four horsemen of the apocalypse type vibe, I mean, either way, like the, the you know, there's a there's a similar um, connotation of like these four harbingers of of doom, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, but the original four heavenly kings trope is more like can carry more prestige with it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a bad thing, but mm-hmm. you know, not usually not good for the pro tags yeah. at least. Um, so this trope shows up in Kill the Kill, of course. <laughs> Uh, literally, they had the Elite Four. Uh, it, it shows up in One Piece, in Gintama. It shows up, of course, in Pokemon with uh, the Elite Four, mm-hmm. who in Japan are called the Four Heavenly Kings. Of course. Um, plus their champion, uh, Berserk. Multiple installments of Digimon. In this case, the Four Sovereigns. Yes, I remember. Uh, Tiger, they, Dragon, Bird, and... And Turtle. And Turtle. Uh, they, uh, who then, they correspond to the Cardinal to the, Directions. The cardinal directions mm-hmm. And they got the big golden guy in charge of all of them mm-hmm. at the center point of the compass. Yep. Um, so the Digimon Sovereigns, 
multiple Sailor Moon installments have <laughs> yes. had Elite Fours. Uh, I think what what I read on the the page was like it's it's just been a recurring thing that yeah. someone strong will have four lackeys that you mm-hmm. know serve them uh, and many more. I'm sure there's there's tons of oh Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. was another one. It, uh, this trope has shown up a lot, mm. uh, so it's it's very very popular. And again, if you if you kind of um, turn it over to, like, the Four Horsemen version, it, you know, uh, Apocalypse and his Four Horsemen has, <laughs> in, in X-Men, yes. it, it's a very much a recurring thing. Um, so uh, we can go over the individual names and trivia for each member of the Four Heavenly Kings as they are introduced, so as not to spoil too much. Okay. Um, again, each of them has an alternative name, referencing a Wuxia movie, and the the group's stated purpose is to kind of serve as like the Praetorian Guard for the Devil Gundam. Mm-hmm. So while the Devil Gundam is either healing or hatching its schemes, they are its bodyguards like they are first and foremost it's like honor guard i guess uh with uh you know master asia and his master gundam assuming like an internal commander legwork role um the other three uh members of the four heavenly kings control some aspect of the devil devil gundam's army being land sea and air so they are in control of the army navy and air forces of that the devil gundam has Mm -hmm. ensnared um, so, and that fits the trope even better, because they're literally serving under a military commander. Mm. Um, they have another secret, but you'll have to wait and see uh, what that is. You're gonna leave me waiting? You'll have to, breath? You'll have to tune in. Oh my god. It's gosh. a big secret. Um. We've never asked so much of this audience. <laughs> but, uh, today's batch is also important, because it introduces Alan B. Beardsley. <laughs> Don't get the laughs out now. It's a stupid name, I know, but... Alan uh, B. Beardsley. Uh, who is the fighter for Neo Sweden, and mm. she pilots the Sailor V-inspired Noble Gundam, mm. which was called the Nobel Gundam in the original version, which makes much more sense. Mm-hmm. Not to say that people in Sweden are, are not noble. noble, but they are known for the Nobel thing. Um, lesser known for Sailor V, but the creators want, like, directly reference Sailor okay. V. Um, so, uh, after being introduced, she more or less becomes a member of the main cast, uh, sort of filling with, you know, without getting a crest of her own, she <laughs> sort of fills like a sixth ranger A lady role. can't have a crest. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just guys being dudes. Um, you know, in relation to the main cast, uh, she is a very complex and tropey character. I would say that she could carry an anime by herself. Mm. She is very much, like... Even more so, like, Doman covers all the tropes for, like, a martial arts, mm-hmm. um, y- you know, protagonist. You know, he's he's got his cloud strife pretending to be edgy persona. He he, he fits all of the, the boxes that we need him to check, but Alan B is very, very much like a shonen protag. Um, mm-hmm. She's got a dark past, but she keeps, like, an uplifting, you know, attitude about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's a very, very cool character who pilots a very cool Gundam, and I'm I'm just excited that we get to introduce her. Uh, and of course, she sort of becomes a rival for Doman's affections against Rain. So that might I provide some triangle. Um, so I'm just excited that everyone finally gets to meet her. Uh, but so why these episodes? 
Uh, three of them, I would say, because of what they involve, are important to the larger plot, and one of them gives Chibity Crockett an incredibly goober backstory. I wouldn't have it any other way, Dan. Um, so I did not want to skip that <laughs> one because it is so stupid. Uh, so that's that's how I picked these four for today. Mm. Um, but any previewing expectations? I'm excited for fights, frights, and Allensby beards. <laughs> <laughs> of course. The name that launched a thousand ships in the opposite <laughs> direction, I see. <laughs> they couldn't have went with a better name, but sure. I, I, yeah. they, they felt it sounded Swedish, I guess. I don't know. Couldn't have um, taken a Sailor Moon and called her Victoria or something. <laughs> again, like like calling the guy from Ireland, Dan Ryan. Yeah. There's, you know, there's you know, certain cliches you gotta adhere to. Mm. Um, but yeah. Again, and we will we will get to meet some other characters from other nations and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just excited to get into it. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, of course, uh, sponsored as always by PepsiCo, <laughs> Gundam Fight, ready, go. We are back. We just watched another four episodes of Mobile Fighter G Gundam, now in the finals. Uh, any initial thoughts? Well, before I get to that, I'm just going to go smoke some rats. <laughs> Ow. Well, we'll get to that. That Again, the line the line delivery in this dub can we're be gonna, a little... We're going to settle on that take, huh? <laughs> that one's good enough for you? you All get... right. I mean, you're paying me, so... You only get one take. That's it. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I thought there was some intrigue here at the end. Yeah. Sensing things up. I think they're really ham-fisting it, though. Like, they're laying it on thick here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they do tend to do that. But we are in the point where it's going to start escalating towards the, you know, the end game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obvious to the point, I am an Allensby... <laughs> I can't say her name. Allenby Beardsley fan. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, she's, 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 she's Mahojo enough. Yeah, she's very likable. <laughs> Um, so, you know, we'll get into these, these episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, we are skipping episode 29. Yep. Uh, Sai Saichi in love, uh, it was, uh, you know, Sai Saichi has to face the mermaid Gundam of Neo Denmark in his next match, but he falls in love with the pilot's younger sister. Mm. Um, I, you know, eventually he does manage to kind of snap out of this funk and defeat the mermaid Gundam, uh, and the only continuity note is that Neo Denmark is unable to repair their Gundam, yeah. so they have to bow out of the All right, tournament. So that's why we don't see her pop up or him pop up again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, well, we will. We'll right. see them, but for now, they are they are eliminated. Out of commission. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I think it just got into like the technical aspect of like they didn't have the resources to fix. They're on the, Gundam. the assembly line with windmill Gundam <laughs> and yeah. chariot Gundam. <laughs> yeah, but we, I guess we said like uh, some of the other jobber Gundams have still stuck around. In a friend fighting, group. So. Yeah. For some reason. They did that one episode of Batman with all the villains yeah. at the poker table. Yeah, they go and get dinner together. Yeah. Uh, but then that brings us to episode 30, A Beautiful Fighter, Dangerous, dangerous Allenby. Allenby. Now, <laughs> if that isn't a memoir, a beautiful fighter, dangerous Mikeowski. 
Um, so, uh, the, the episode opens with Argo and his Bolt Gundam fighting, uh, the Nobel Gundam of, Mm -hmm. uh, Neo-Sweden. Um, even though it would seem to be an unevenly matched fight, the Nobel Gundam begins glowing red, Mm Kaioken-type aura, um, and it very, very quickly manages to defeat Argo. I think he gets defeated in, In like, less than a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, so Neo-Russia will not be happy about mm-hmm. that. You'd think that would be poor entertainment value on the fa- sake of the Gundam fights, though, that the fights happen in less than a minute. In theory, but they just want to win. Yeah. So, it, yeah. you know. It's... I mean, I guess it saves money in some ways. The barrier I mean, doesn't have to be on that long. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, would I care if I got to see a giant robot fight? No. I, I would just I would just You'd be, be happy, happy to, to be, be there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, you know, Argo is being, you know, taken back to his holding cell. Yeah, well, Natasha's like, I'm gonna ream you tonight, that's for sure, Argo. Nastasha. Nastasha. Nastyasha is there. And, uh, Doman sneaks on board, he's just dressed as the driver. Like, (laughs) is there no security at this Gundam fight? No, there's not. I mean, it's a recurring thing tonight. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he kind of asks Argo about the fight, and he's like, you know, I... I was pretty certain I could have taken her until that, you know, that red aura started. That strange thing started occurring. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so just watch out. Um, so Doman and Rain, and I think the two kids are, are out. <laughs> thing one and thing two, town. whatever their names are. I the forgot. boat kids. Yeah, the, yeah. Bo- the boat children. <laughs> They're, uh, they go into this big golden saucer arcade. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the new Smash game that's being showcased there is a... Battle know, Big Brother 2. Battle Big Brother 2. I wrote it down. Which is a, uh, you know, uh, like a 3D, um, oh god, what do you call it? Virtual reality yeah, virtual fighter. fighter. And, you know, even here I said the Smash fans would say there's input lag when you actually control the fighter with your body. So. <laughs> it's just your lag. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a game of skill. It's running on the Switch mid-eye, so yeah. we're gonna encounter yeah. problems there. Um, so, uh, we get, like, a little bit... Oh, yeah, they start... Well, there's Uh-oh. this one chick that's there. And she's taken on sixteen people in one. Yeah, no, I think I just I wrote that I wrote something out of order. Mm. Um, so yeah, so the other um, this one un- unidentified masked woman mm-hmm. is making short work of you know her opponent, easily outmatching them. Apparently, she's won sixteen matches in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it cuts to it cuts to. To Wong and Master Asia doing their chessboard routine. Yeah. And we just get some background that uh, that Alan B. Beardsley is the is an ensign of Neo Sweden's Space Force, mm-hmm. and she has basically, you know, been raised to fight in a yeah. gu- in the Gundam fight her and She's won life. all her matches in less than a minute. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um so the two of them have their their like um, you know, virtual fighter thing Mm -hmm. uh they seem to be evenly matched doman's in the fighter with her yeah and like the crowd's just like watching the machines are overloading i don't know what the upkeep on these machines are apparently because the frame rate is too high it just they can't it explodes the whole arcade three children die as dance (laughs) <laughs> and uh you know so they they kind of make their introductions yeah but and doman is too stupid at first it's like hi i'm al i have to always look at her name hi i'm alan b beardsley and then five minutes wait a minute yeah you were in that's... that newspaper article i read and they still do have newspapers despite the yeah the media is not dead dead um <laughs> so yeah and then then we get some some of her background um but uh alan b kind of shows up at the boat yeah. Where Doman is staying, and she has uh, dinner with them. 
she kind of plays into like the shonen like she's like the big eater one yeah. you know there's she's a lot got of a street tough dialect with lots of ah heavens and <laughs> yeah i didn't mean to <laughs> um Oh, my mistake. Before she she runs away to she's the boat. She's being tested. Yeah, she's yeah. being experimented on by, like, the Neo-Sweden higher-ups. Mm-hmm. They have her, like, hooked up to this brain scanning machine. They're like, oh, your your mood is elevated. Did something good, good happen, happen today? Yeah, when she's, like, back off and she, you know, runs away from them. Then she, after having, like, a sparring yeah. match with Doman... It, joins the boat and then she's constantly running off and she's like i'm gonna leave them because dot 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 and she says that three times throughout the episode so what does that because mean do we not know yet um i think the implication is that she likes doman okay well that was my the second road i was gonna take um yeah i think that's just because like she she's found a person she vibes with she's gonna um but she you know they do have this little conversation on the deck where uh she's like no i was I was an orphan. I was raised in military bases. I went from one base to another, mm-hmm. just preparing to be a Gundam fighter. And Dolman, you know, relates to that because he had a similar. He was kind of like press ganged into way. into yeah. doing this Gundam fight thing. He doesn't really have a choice. We're not so different. <laughs> um, so eventually, the the fight between uh, Burning Gundam and Nobel, Nobel Gundam, Gundam arrives. The two of them have fun. They're, yeah. they're having, like, a good uh, yeah. martial arts bout with well, each other. Well, before it starts, the, the Sweden, Holland, Denmark, what? Sweden. Sweden team <laughs> says, like, we're going to activate that thing. And she goes, you better not. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have fun. Do it my way. And there's one mildly sympathetic scientist who's like, okay, no, no, no. Yeah. If, if she wants to fight this regularly, just let her do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, they have an even fight. They, you know, again, they both seem to be getting a thrill out of it because, you know, it's two martial artists enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, you know, the the main Neo-Sweden guy, because a lot of these countries, they have like a no-eyebrows creepy guy yeah. who's in charge of the them. The obvious evil one. And he's like, okay, this might be fun, but, you know, she is not going to win this way, so we need to activate the control unit. Mm-hmm. So they they activate like this this wave uh, you know transmission machine whatever yeah. and it causes uh, Alan B to go into a berserker, berserker rage mode. yeah <laughs> she unleashes her rage uh, that is the the red aura mode that we yeah. saw previously but we can now see that this is extremely painful for Alan B mm-hmm. it is like mental agony to go into this mode mm-hmm. um, and she kind of like you know ruthlessly attacks. Uh, Doman, and Doman kind of recognizes, like, these cold fists have no soul. Um, you know, I don't want to fight you like this because you're not fighting me as an actual, you know, honorable opponent at mm-hmm. this point. You're not fighting me as your true self. And the juxtaposition of the, her dressed as, like, an anime schoolgirl in mm-hmm. a Gundam suit. <laughs> <laughs> Going into a berserker rage. Oh, yeah, Sailor yeah. V. She's yeah. very Sailor V inspired, yeah. directly inspired, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... So Doman uh, act briefly activates the burning Gundam's hyper mode, and using you know an erupting burning finger, he manages to kind of like snap uh, Alan B out of the berserk mode. That's Doman's one move. Um, <laughs> See it? I love that move. Whenever he fights, you know, and and they kind of like the the process of of Alan B breaking out of it destroys the control unit machinery, mm-hmm. so they can't do that anymore. And the the two Sweden guys seem to be. Uh, yeah. You know, reluct- you know, they're like, okay, yeah, we well, can't the, do this. Well, the, the one you're supposed to sympathize with is like, well, the machine's broken, so there's no, like, yeah. obvious reason for us to fix it. Let's just let her fight normally. Yeah. 
Um, you know, so then they, you know, uh, Alan B and Dolman continue their match. You know, they do, you know, I think one more martial arts move. Help me cheat, Shuffle Crest. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that was when you... Yeah, that, that was before, before. but still. Uh, but then, um, you know, they, like, she kind of mimics his, uh, burning finger technique. Mm-hmm. They collide in the middle, but Alan B collapses out of exhaustion. Yeah. So Dolman is the winner. Mm. Um, and, you know, he, again, I think, I think it's just like... You know, she was a she was a dangerous rival, yeah. but she'll be a good friend now. Yes, so. yes, and that's that's that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and now for something completely different. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, yep. Uh, so then we go into episode thirty-one, <laughs> dazzling power of the clown. Get mad, Gundam Maxter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, now, initially going in, I knew something. I didn't watch the previews. Mm-hmm. I knew something was going to happen with Chippity, and the way you were saying it was. <laughs> It's going to be kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't kind of dumb. It was dumb, but like traumatic dumb. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, it was the, maybe perhaps the wrong phrasing, yeah. but it was uh, you know, it's a it's a very uh very very niche backstory, I yeah. guess. I think Chibity just needs therapy and that's kind of like the main moral of this episode. <laughs> So, uh, the, the fight opens on, uh, George Desson of Neo-France, <laughs> uh, one of our main goobs. Getting beaten around by a clown! Yeah, the Jester Gundam. Okay. The, the, I like the Jester Gundam, yeah. yeah, I know, we're, we're both gonna like it. It has a cool design, like, it's either a floating Jester head, and then it has, like, a leg mode where the, the, the prongs on, like, the mask become arms. Yeah, well, like, yeah. like, a, like, a ribbon, like, yeah. name, like, uh, the, the clown in, uh, arms or whatever the... Uh, uh, Min Min? No, not Ribbon Min-Min. Girl. Rib- oh, the clown. The clown. Like I don't like remember a- the clown's name. But it's the same kind of looking Lolo thing. Lolo Pop is that her name? I have no idea. I- <laughs> Lunette. I don't. I, I think don't it's know. It's a Lolo Pop. Um. So they they uh yeah. So again, mm. very cool design. One of the reasons I chose this one over the mermaid one, but maybe mm. we'll we'll get you know back to that one at yeah. some point. Um. But uh, this clown is piloted by I don't know what. Nash- Portugal, Neo Portugal's Romario Monini, <laughs> um, and he kind of I, he wins the fight because uh, George Dasan sends out the Rose Gundam's Rose bits, but uh, the Jester Gundam produces clown bits that mimic Clown Trump Rose. Uh, you know, it, well, yes, that's <laughs> the law of nature. <laughs> <laughs> the cycle continues. Clown beats Rose, but um, the. Oh god, what was I even? So yeah, uh, you know, New Portugal wins that match, and obviously everyone is kind of like they're a dangerous opponent. We gotta watch out. Oh, fucking green-haired eye patch guy is like pulls out a mask and evidently went to theater school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, let me tell you a tale about how Chibity faced his greatest trial of all. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> this guy, I swear. Anyone I seen Phantom? Yeah. So, um, so they uh, Chibity and and the gal pals that he has. Go to scout out the carnival because you know the Gundam is clown themed and seemingly this like little performance venue is the only you know it, it, they're assuming if if there's a circus there will yeah. be a clown. Now we know this as an audience not going in we don't know all the information but um, Chippity's little entourage of Bunny Cat Shirley and Janet they do have names mm-hmm. in this. You think, since they know Chibity's traumatic backstory mm-hmm. at a circus, they know it's not like they don't. They wouldn't take him to the circus. Well, well, one of them just said that he was found at a circus. I guess they, they, 
I, we have to assume that they didn't think that he had, like, chlorophobia. He was or found crying alone at a circus. <laughs> well, I don't, but I guess they never, because he didn't want it brought up. He was just like, they knew from the news that he was maybe, like, I don't know. I don't know. They, I, I don't know how much they've talked. You're giving too much credit, I think. Um, But, yeah, they're scouting out the circus. Uh, Doman and Rain are also there scouting out the circus. Uh, Manini puts on a performance. Um, Imitates Doman. We get the line, you frickin' ape! <laughs> yeah, no, okay, no, because this went from zero to yeah, six. Like, he's, like, imitating him sitting, and then, like, that pisses Doman off. Uh, well, no, but yeah. at first, Doman is, like, like amused by it. He's yeah. like, hey, a clown. And he's, like, you know, yeah, doing stuff for the clown seconds. for the <laughs> But then the clown, like, blows a raspberry. He's like, you freaking ape! And just, <laughs> r- like, jumps into the, like, the ring mm-hmm. to... Uh, fight the clown in front of these children that came to yeah, watch and the, the circus. audience is just like, okay, sure, why not, I guess. And um, we find that um, uh, uh, Jester, oh my gosh, what's his name? Romario's, the clown, yeah. his power is copying. Yeah. So he, like, uses Doman's burning finger, shining burning finger. Yeah, he, he literally has, like, a, life. a Kakashi mirror move thing, yeah. and he... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm guessing that's, you know, related to mimery. Yeah, of or, course, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, funhouse mirrors. No, that's how Aristotle felt we learned before language. We imitate first. <laughs> how, does that, little... how does that relate to clowns? Well, that's clou- <laughs> Aristotle theater clowning. That's where mime came from, Dan. I didn't know that. Well, I'm here to teach, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that's much deeper lore than I expected to get. Yes. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, that's why mimes are a thing. <laughs> if maybe we could go back and uh, <laughs> alright I'm change. pretty sure I'm right there what? Uh, no I said I'm pretty sure I'm right about that not change that oh no 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 yeah. I mean go back in time yeah, and change, change. clowns I mean. being yeah. invented not oh, yeah. Well, yeah not not your yeah uh, no, we got two clowns on this podcast right now so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we bear oh, that well yeah. okay okay <clears throat> get serious back Talk to about serious this anime back to serious robot yeah, uh, clown thing. anime so um Okay, uh, so after, you know, it, it manages, to, uh, the clown guy manages to mimic uh, Doman's burning finger move, mm-hmm. um, and he, uh, you know, then the Romario sets his sights on Chibity. Yeah. It's... <laughs> and now that didn't sound like a sentence, Dad. Romario sets his sights on Chibity. <laughs> and he goes over and starts, like, doing... Clowning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, Chibity's in the bed, like, having a night terror that night at the hotel room while his entourage is outside behind a locked door. Mm-hmm. And then the clown shows up as Chibity, like, a visage of Chibity going, your past is out there. Well, yeah, that happens, but first the clown scares him out of the circus oh, tent. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, he goes over to him and he's like, Guh? and then, like, Chibity just, like, storms Chibity, out. Laughing. And Rain's like, yeah. maybe he doesn't like, like clowns. clowns. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, the the hotel thing happens. Uh, he appears as Chibity, you know, in, yep. in a vision, um, and then lures him to the carnival. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, they they like Chibity goes there. He's trying like, like almost fighting a version of himself mm-hmm. in this circus tent. Um, but uh, you know, he's clearly shaken. The, the Doman Rain and the gals try to comfort him. He actually NBCs the slaps one of them yeah. away. Uh, I think we get from Doman, we get, huh, what do you mean? Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? 
And uh, they're like, well, if only we knew a doctor. And Rain's like, well, I'm a doctor, not of people, of Gundams. But yeah. <laughs> sure. I guess I'll go check out hey, Shibbity. Her MD is in Gundam yeah. stuff. So. And wh- oh, we don't get the story yet. We just get flashes of a young boy being held by a clown holding a gun, like an assault rifle. <laughs> a Tommy gun. Uh, Calling um, to mommy. <laughs> like, uh, uh, okay, so, so Doman you know, is, he, he has, like, this little brief thing in this episode where he kind of, uh, departs for the boat, and he's mm-hmm. sitting there, and he's, like, wondering, like, okay, this is starting to get, you know, things are starting to get fucky here, what am I, what am I actually doing yeah. here? I, I, I'm assuming this is carrying on, maybe, from the previous episode, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, there's also, like, I think a scene where, like, the two kids are, like, oh, well, Rain the- needs to help Chibity, yeah. uh, because Chibity likes... You know, Rain, but Rain likes Doman. Doman. Yeah, and then Doman's like, what are you kids talking about over here? <laughs> so. Oh, nothing, we're just shipping you. <laughs> um, so then, but Rain does go to check on uh, on Chibity at his big star-shaped, star-shaped hangar. Yeah. <laughs> um, While Chibity's boxing the pain away. She offers him canned water. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, that's the better than healthcare we get here, Dan, so... <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> So then Chibity, you know, finally starts to open up. But he tells us in a very weird way. He's like, huh, just like me to be, like, dissociating or something, like, repressing my emotions. Want to hear a story? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this very traumatic story I've never shared with anyone before. Because he's, he's got to be, he's got to be a tough, tough American. So oh he, he has to. Yeah. Big boys don't cry, right? Well, yeah. And he's, he's got to, uh, but he explains that, that when he was a child, him, uh, you know, his mother had finally uh, purchased their tickets to head to the Neo New York, Neo America. Said, What's yeah. a good place to celebrate? Burger King? Nah, we're gonna go to the Carnival. Yeah. Uh, but we do, we do get like a shot of um, what the state that New York was in. Uh, it was, it was obviously, obviously, as we've seen, out. post-apocalyptic yeah. Statue of Liberty is like, and yet they still the had time for left. a carnival, though, huh? Yeah, which is weird, hmm. but interesting. They uh, they go to the circus to celebrate, and I guess a group of terrorists who were unable to purchase, when, like mm-hmm. unable to get that round of tickets or whatever, dress up as clowns and begin firing into the audience and take Chibity as a little hostage, and uh, and proceedingly, I guess, just drop him later when everyone's dead. <laughs> yeah, they 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 eventually drop him, but he is held hostage, and they fire into the crowd, and we assume that that Chibity's mother is. <laughs> Is killed. Yeah. I don't know if it's it's not confirmed, but it, we assume that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. At the very least, he never saw her again. Um, and and then Chibity does the <laughs> that must have been boring. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, so he has toxic a, masculinity. Dan. Exactly. Um, but uh, oh, before you're the best doctor, but could you help me by humming in that song that I like so much? Yeah, and, and I, I completely forgot this oh, detail. I thought it was going to be like a nice nursery song. No, she starts humming Rain, America the Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's the song that inspires all, all Americans. Americans to get up. It's that Casablanca scene, except with America the Beautiful. <laughs> and uh, the four gals are outside the hangar eavesdropping, yeah. and they, they, you know, we know that they hear this whole interaction. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, what was the... He says mommy at some point. He says mommy throughout the whole episode, Dan. Oh, you know, yeah, Rain is singing. Yeah, and mommy. then Chibity's, like, drifting off, like, oh, mommy. So it's... A lot to unpack there, Chibity. Rain there says, mm, I don't think I'm making a return call for this case right here. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, they, they kind of reconvene the next morning. Chibity sees that the, the four gals had slept outside, outside the warehouse. Um, you know, so they go into the fight. Uh, this arena is, like, a decently cool little, like, illuminated cityscape. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Chibity's in his Gundam Maxter, and the Jester Gundam enters on a tightrope. Uh, which, <laughs> Had the time to set that up. Apparently. Which Chibity shoots down yeah. uh, with his Gundam's gun. And uh, the fight begins. Mm. Um, but, you know, just for the fact that he's terrified of clowns, yeah. uh, Chibity, you know, is put on the defensive. Mm-hmm. The The Jester Gundam starts hammering away at him. He uh, ensnares the Gundam, uh, Gundam Maxter in, like, these um, hoop rings that kind of uh, immobilize him and then just starts beating away at him. Um, well, this is after they, they, there is a whole extended part where they are, yeah, you know, he's mirroring all of yeah. Chibity's punches, um, and then he ensnares him and, and pins him down, yeah. um, and, and Chibity is clearly kind of trapped in his own head. Calling he's, out mommy. Yeah. yeah he, the announcer's like, oh, Chibity's going through some psychological shit right now. Ooh. Yeah, he, he cannot understandably process this. Um, and the gals are like, Rain, you gotta, you gotta sing that song over And I thought Rain was gonna be like, fine, I'll sing, but she pulls... (laughs) Yeah. Which, what? (laughs) Well, she's like, she, well, cause she looks up at Doman and she's like, no, I'm, I'm part of Neo Japan's team, I can't directly help you guys. It could be partly, like, maybe they were trying to, like, was, since Chibity likes her, maybe there was, like, could this happen, too? Yeah. Right? Yeah. She choosing Doman because they, if so, she's such a hypocrite because everyone else helps them whenever Doman's in danger. They just jump onto that platform. Yeah, and I, and I, but no, I, I read it that way too that she, she didn't want, yeah. like, she didn't want a Doman to see her directly, like, yeah. doing something. So she, given the choice, she doesn't. But the gal pals step up with <laughs> a four part harmony and they start singing America the Beautiful. And as all Americans do, that gives him the fighting spirit <laughs> to, to uh, yeah. To, to break out of this clown's embrace. Embrace. <laughs> a lot of clowns on this podcast, huh? It's, there's, there's a variety, you could say. You know, that's um, dramatic irony, we call it in the business. So, All my life. Um, you know, he breaks free, and uh, he kind of converts the Gundam Maxter into its boxing mode, and just, you know, decimates the yep. Jester Gundam, taking mm-hmm. his head out, uh... Clown gets his face punched in and his mask falls off. Uh, but luckily, clowns have high bone density, mm-hmm. so, it's, so he's, he's fine. fine. Um, well, he is literally fine because we see him in the momentarily. Next, yeah. um, but uh, you know, the gals rush off to celebrate with Chibity and Chibity's, Group orgy, all. and Chibity's like, "You guys have have been, been like my mommies this whole time. All so, four of my mommies, yes. So yeah, it's again, I, I yeah." Mm. It's not the best episode, you but... Know, maybe seek therapy, Chibity. Yeah, yeah, well, he's not, but, you know, he should. Mm. Uh, but again, <laughs> cool clown robot. Yeah. That's why I picked it. Yep. <clears throat> so then, uh, on a much more serious note, we move into episode <laughs> 32. Dangerous Trap, the <laughs> Neros Gundam Strikes Again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know... We kind of open on... Something happened in the Guyana Highlands. Yes. <laughs> a- apparently, this whole time, Neo-Japan has had, like, a retrieval crew collecting the remains of the Devil Gundam in the Guyana Highlands, but the team in charge of that has stopped responding. Mm. And coincidentally enough, a giant ominous <laughs> cube yeah. 
is being shipped into Neo Hong Kong. Like, like literally blocks out the you, sky. Clearly doesn't want to keep it a secret. But if you did, you wouldn't transport it in this way. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you would... You would bring it to, like, a remote destination somewhere. In theory, yeah. but th- this guy's... He, 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 he's a showman. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little cocky. Yeah. Um, but but this, this delivery is for... Uh, you know, Chairman uh, Wong and and Master Asia, they they know what's going on. We can speculate what's going on. There's but a then... Cracker Jack in this Jack in the Box. <laughs> well, yeah, this Jack in the Box will have a surprise for everyone. Mm. Um, so then we we cut to Doman fighting uh, Gundam Zebra of mm-hmm. Neo Kenya. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neo Kenya kind of showcases, yeah, or the the Gundam Zebra kind of showcases. It's we we finally get to see its fighting style a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, it, it jumps into the sun and then uses its shield as a decoy to kind of take some mm-hmm. hits, yeah. and is about to uh, Charizard seismic toss Burning Gundam into the ground, but Doman kind of gets out of that and defeats him, earning another victory. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, at a, a cafe, you know, within Neo Hong Kong, the bad guy buddies have assembled. <laughs> yeah, that one episode of Batman. So uh, the clown guy. Uh, Snake Man, <laughs> a big big Roman man, big Herc, big Herc, big Greek man, yeah, and, and uh, 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 Neo Neo Spain's. Yeah. Uh, they they we we get it, Carlos, Carlos, um, who he piloted the uh, the Tauros Gund- Taurus Gundam, mm. and that we saw that a handful of times, but I don't know if we ever watched an episode with it. Mm. Again, there 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 are a few back in those early episodes that never show up again. Like, I think we saw, like, Neo, uh, Venezuela's, or Neo, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, we, we saw a few of those, mm. but they, some of them job once and stay yeah. down, and then the other ones, some, you know, but, but again, these, yeah. these, these other fighters are still all in the tournament, and they, they and have a friend group. They're saying, confound the shuffle alliance, <laughs> confound <laughs> them to heck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michelo Chariot, the the fighter from uh, Neo Italy, who we saw in the very first episode, mm-hmm. is kind of like, if you guys want, you know, to get back at them, you well, know, I have a little plan, see. And Carlos is like, no, I won't do this. Well, yeah, he yeah. he is uh, hesitant, but they do they do all go out to dinner at a different restaurant, yeah, yeah. and uh, and Alan B follows them and overhears them, and she sees, you know, Carlos is like. After after uh, Niccolo has explained the plan, Carlos you know obstinately gets up and he's like you know no this uh, on my honor as a fighter I'm mm-hmm. not going to have any part in this and mm-hmm. he storms off. Um, so uh, but but clearly there's a scheme going on. Yes. So Niccolo calls Doman up and he <laughs> says you know come meet me at this church because well, I no, need to tell Spain you. Well, that's the Spain consulate. It's just shaped like a basilica. They all have specific ones oh, shaped yeah. to their nationalities, <laughs> like the French chalet that's there. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> and that's I said, true. who has the resources to build specific little... <laughs> well, again, showmanship. Uh, whatever. I think it's a waste of money, is what I think. They could all stay at a hotel. <laughs> but, uh... Well, I'm assuming, yeah, I, it's, again, it's the whole bread and circuses thing. Like, mm. they... The rest of the world is like a a dumpster fire, so they dress up this one area wherever the finals are being hosted, and it's like, you know, that's how they do it. Um, but, uh, but before Doman can enter the church, and Alan B. is there too, mm-hmm. uh, the church explodes. <laughs> um, Costing and, millions. And Carlos is incapacitated. Yeah. Take is, it away. This is what happened to Notre Dame. The uh, Oh my gosh. The, uh, it was for a giant robot fight. Yeah. 
so Carlos is incapacitated. I not dead. He's All just right. obviously, I think, injured. You know, beyond being able to compete. And uh, so, so Doman sees, sees Mikolo like smirking yeah. <laughs> like, and gives chase with Alan B. They have a uh, fight within the scaffolding of this With building. A few rainbow kicks. Behind well, yes, because uh, Mikolo used to have his light kick, but now he has rainbow kick, which is stronger. <laughs> um, and you know they have a they have like a the fight throughout this this whole thing. And Mikolo's like, I'm looking forward to the fight tomorrow. And disappears into the darkness. Uh, he, you know, Doman and Allenby go to talk to the local barkeep to mm-hmm. see what these bad guys were talking about, or. If someone sent them, um, and, you know, but the barkeep will not talk. He's not at liberty to divulge any of that. Uh, Doman takes out the bouncer who comes to get him, uh, but then emerging from a giant uh, dragon gold head, dragon yeah. head uh, Wong steps out and he's like, oh, come up to my penthouse. Mm. And, uh, you know... They review some footage, including <laughs> the opening moment with yeah. Doman. Who gave him this footage? It's... Yeah, he's got he's got all the uh, some memory flashbacks that no one would have video evidence of. Yeah, he's got the Blu-ray of of everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Doman kind of asks him like, why, you know, uh, both Mikolo and Chapman were eliminated. Why are they competing back in you know in the finals? Mm. That's that's against the rules. And then Wong is just like, well, I can't speak to that. But if you defeat them, you can ask them yourself. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously he's sketchy. Yeah. Uh, so the you know, Chibity is Chibity is off with his gang partying, <laughs> rolling. He just got in a car accident a few episodes ago. He yeah. doesn't care, and they're about to get final destination by giant logs. Yeah, well, specifically <laughs> because the clown is driving the truck yeah. and dumps the logs yeah. on them. Uh, Chibity but swerves, nearly falls off a precipice, but they all live and they're fine. Uh, but then the next day, <laughs> every one of the Shuffle Alliance has had a. A run-in with death, a near, a close call. Um, so then Schwarzbruder pops up yeah, out, of out of the, the shadow. shadows. Just, okay. <laughs> and he's like, no, there is indeed a plot against you. Um, you know, something very bad is <laughs> unfolding here. Uh, he's kind of vague about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the fight between uh, Mikolo and Dolman is about to start. The uh, Wong and Master Asia are in their viewing box, and Wong is like, I think he, you know, Doman makes an excellent candidate for what we have yeah, planned. Yeah, candidate. But we don't, we don't know Question what that's mark? about. Um, he's like, but for the time being, let's see what, what Mikolo is capable of. So um, they they start fighting. You know, Nero's Gundam is, is fighting in a much more intense manner. It briefly gets Burning Gundam pinned down, and he's just, like, stomping on his head, pretty and much. Alan B. jumps in. She drops her bean buns and then uh, hops on the mic. Yeah. And um, she, you know, she, she kind of gives Doman a, a pep talk and just tells him to wait for a good hit, uh, which Doman does. Uh, you know, Nero's Gundam is defeated again, but as it's collapsing, it unleashes this huge smoke screen, mm-hmm. which is kind of. It activates the entire shield containing the smoke screen within it so the outside like the viewers cannot see what's going on in there and then the Neros Gundam transforms into Gundam Heaven's Sword mm-hmm. which again bears the name of a of a wuxia film mm-hmm. and uh, this is the bird a big bird that attacked Doman yeah. at the opening ceremony um, it is very powerful I think this thing incorporates like death scythe Gundam yeah. like there like you you saw um, 
when if when if we remember from SD Gundam, there were mm. ones that referenced this design. Uh, but it's a very spiky, like it can go from bird form into a humanoid form, mm-hmm. and it's covered in blades and talons and yeah. shit. So it's a very powerful mobile suit. Um, you know, they they uh, they keep fighting, but uh, you know, uh, Doman manages to kind of like get the upper hand and defeats it using uh, erupting burning finger. Mm. Um, and when this. Gundam Heaven Sword falls to the ground, it reverts back into Nero's Gundam, mm-hmm. and uh, Mikolo has been ejected. Yeah. So they're like, and as far as the outside, like all the spectators are concerned, n- you know, nothing out of the ordinary happened. It was just like, um, you know, they, the smoke. two of them fought each other yeah. in the smoke screen, and it was a legitimate match. Um, but obviously, something something big is looming on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And of course... And I wrote in my notes, something's going on here. <laughs> and we find out yeah. what, because uh, Wong and Master Asia are shown in an elevator, going down to a secret laboratory mm-hmm. where the Devil Gundam is, uh, is on box. display. What's so, in the box? So they, they have the Devil Gundam. Yeah, and then Wong is like, I'll show everyone I'm the true ruler of space. Yet again, I bring up not a justified title to ever give to anyone. No. But but again, it's not a perfect political system, but... <laughs> yeah, there are a few changes I would make. And that brings us to episode 33, Emissary of Darkness, Chapman Rises Again. Our uh, uh, famous narrator enters, always forget his name, my gosh. Green hair... George De Desa- No, wait, no, no, green hair, red pants, so I, 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 I patch. Narrator dude. Oh, Stalker. Stalker. Stalker tells us, don't you remember Chapman? And I go, no. Well, we did skip that episode. Uh, but Gentle Chapman was Neo Britain's gentle, fighter. Gentle Trap. He 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 was uh he fought uh Doman in, in foggy London town mm. back in the day. Uh and he I think he was presumed dead. Mm. Like he he did something, he tried to cheat, and then it ended up like he ended Backfiring. up dying in the process. Okay. Um so they, uh, I think we open on... Doman's fighting Viking Gundam. And, yeah. And, uh... Defeats him. Yeah. And that's all we learn. And then, um, Miss Marie Louise comes in. <laughs> yeah, well, we also, we also get, uh, Sir, Sir Whitney. Oh, yeah. That um, whole intrigue, Sir Whitney and the other dude. So, in what we assume is the, is the, the uh... British consulate embassy. Uh, like, there's a general fighting with the, the main, I guess, the Prime Minister of, of, of Britain now, Sir, uh, Whitney. Um, and Sir Whitney, again, another creepy no-eyebrows yeah. man, is kind of like, you know, well, Chapman's been given a second chance, we should take advantage of that. And the general's like, no, like, this is... You know something is wrong here. Mm-hmm. He, you know, on our honor as as Great Britain, our fighter was eliminated. We have to recall him and send him home. Mm-hmm. I don't care if the chairman wants him to have more matches. Like that's not something we should do. Yeah. Um, but Whitney's like, no, no, <laughs> like, yes, who are we tea. to say no? And mm. then you know, so clearly evil vibes going off here. And then Mr. Whitney, Sir Whitney, <laughs> Mr. Whitney, Sir Whitney. <laughs> that's how we know they're British. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then Doman versus Viking Gundam, uh, Marie-Louise, uh, the daughter of the King of France. The Princess of France. <laughs> and, and Georges, I guess, I guess, love interest, uh, arrives, she kind of came to Neo-Hong Kong without her father's, uh, yeah. permission, um, because Do you she think he'll to... hate it, Dan? Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
they uh, you know she arrives at the the French consulate yeah. the the yeah. stately manor themed again very odd and then George is on his way out he's going to Neo England to talk um, with matters about um, yeah to the consulate Mr. to the Chapman. British consulate yeah. Um, so they're in the car, George kind of expresses his doubts about Chapman, mm-hmm. um, and, and then, uh, like, Doman, Rain, Allenby, and the boat kids are out shopping. <laughs> and slushies. <laughs> you know, and then, uh, George stops, you know, the, the pulls over briefly and tells Doman something, yeah. and then they, you know, head to the British consulate, and that's when we get Doman, it's like, like, hey, Mr. Doman, you want to get back and go practice? And he's like... I'm gonna go smoke some rats out. <laughs> one take. Yeah. Um, that was legitimately one of the funnier. I oh, think yeah, yeah. like that moments. Was, yeah. That was some of the worst. Because it was like, like it, it, <laughs> no, it literally <laughs> felt like before I deal with you kids, I need to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Is what the voice acting felt like. So, um, but yeah, Doman's gonna go smoke out. Some I mean, rats. I would say that's up there with. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hard to it'll be hard for anything to dethrone that, yeah. but um, you know, at this uh, at the British consulate, the, uh, the 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 British folks are not meeting with George and Marie. They're yeah, kind of delaying them. And for Marie, some being royalty, is pissed at the delay and goes out for a walk. <laughs> and she's uh, she's in the beautifully appointed garden. She looks into the the a gazebo, <laughs> and she sees the general who had previously been protesting Chapman's mm-hmm. involvement. Being murdered by Chapman. Yeah, and I love how before this dude dies, he gives all the backstory. It's like, it's you, Mr. Chapman, and you've wronged me in this specific way. Well, yeah, no, how did you come back yeah, from the dead? Yeah. Like, you know, and he, uh, we, uh, Marie Louise also sees a man with a, like a... A, a, a signet ring. Yeah, on yeah. his on his finger, hiding behind the folding curtain. <laughs> the, 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 the folding <laughs> screen. Um, so he, uh... So this general is killed, but Marie, you know, calls out. Uh, gentle Chapman rips through a wall yeah. and tries to grab her. And then Marie is like, this man committed murder! Help me, George! Help me! And George, see, like, it's not a thing where she's kidnapped or anything. Like, George just, like, like okay. And then he starts fighting Gentle Chapman, and then he draws attention, like, okay, how is it that you, a dead man, have somehow come back to life and are entered in a fighting that's tournament? Al- that's always been a question on my mind. Maybe that would be the first question, George, you would ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but Chapman gives no responses. He just, like, he kind of only grunts at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the course of this scuffle, uh, his sleeve rips away and we see that he's infected with DG cells. <gasps> um, um, they're back from years ago. So, you know, they, this, this fart, uh, uh garden fight. <laughs> this farden fight? <laughs> <laughs> Continues. Uh, Doman and the rest of the crew have shown up outside, uh, the British consulate and, you know, like, Doman's like, I smell a rat coming right now. Yeah. And then, uh, George and, uh, Marie hop over the, yeah. the fall, the, the wall. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and, uh. Bungling, bangling band of baboons. <laughs> yikes. So, um, The uh, kids are traumatized because the actual embassy guards are on their way. They're like, oh, my God, they're going to kill us. Yeah, well, And then yeah. Allensby runs over and <laughs> she runs a distance and then kicks this guard across the face. Yeah, who, as far as we know, are just regular British guards. Um, but then Chapman does get into a, a fight with Doman very mm. briefly. Doman kind of sees the, you know, the DG cells. Um, you know, and the fact that Chapman is able to, like, kick through a brick wall. Uh, you know, so they, they kind of mm-hmm. are alerted to what's going on here. 
Um, but the uh, the British folks retreat back into the consulate, and seemingly because nothing was proven, they have to continue <laughs> the Gundam fight as is, mm-hmm. and, and presumably Chairman Wong is not going to actually do anything yeah. about this. Um, he seldom does, Dad. So uh, the the day of the fight arrives. It's uh, you know George and his Rose Gundam versus Chapman and his Royal Gundam, mm-hmm. which is the John Bull Gundam in in Japanese. Yeah. Um, so before the fight starts, uh, Mikolo, you know, enacting his scheme, invades the air traffic control tower and uh, disables one segment of the energy shield that's mm-hmm. directly behind. Uh, George. Mm-hmm. So, you know, such that when, if a fight, you know, goes, if a blast or something goes past yeah. George, it risks hitting the, the stand. The royal where, family of France. Yeah, the king of France <laughs> and his daughter are waiting. <laughs> um, but there's nothing funny about that. Um, so, basically, Mikolo's whole ultimatum is like, you have to stand here and stay in that spot and act as her shield or your princess will die. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chapman just starts hammering away at him. He puts a shot through, uh, George's, the Gundam's leg. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh... Doman, Rain, and Allensby put it together. Yeah. They're like, oh, the barrier's down. We gotta race over there. They steal a boat. Yeah, they steal an Indiana Jones speedboat. <laughs> Kick the pedestrians out of this boat into the sea. They, uh, you know, they, they race over to the control tower. They fight their way through it. And they do manage to reactivate the shield just, just in time. Well, Rain, hit that lever. Which lever? Where oh, should I put it? This one? Put it in the upwards position. This lever right here? Should I hit it? As Chapman is <laughs> like, she does flexing his one finger. finger. She's like, ding. <laughs> it's like Chapman is flexing yeah. his finger on the on the trigger. Um, you know, so the, the king and the princess are safe, and George, uh, now free to unleash his rage uses the rose bits to destroy uh, mm-hmm. the royal Gundam. However, once again, another smoke screen... A noxious smoke appears. <laughs> coffer erupts yeah. out of the yeah. thing, and uh, this time it, it transforms into the Grand Gundam. You know who this smoke wouldn't have stopped? Windmill Gundam. That's true. If, if only. <laughs> if only. Where's his time to shine, huh? If anyone believed in uh, Windmill Gundam... Well, Hurricane Gundam <laughs> is his is his name but he uh mm. yeah it could have yeah but um you know grand gundam emerges again one of the four heavenly kings that attacked Doman mm-hmm. when he started at the tournament it's it's gigantic it's armed with numerous spikes and gun barrels and there's rpg battle music occurring in the background Which, yeah i made yeah. a note of that yeah. i really liked it it was yep. like it's like a cool like bit Synthi, yeah. tuned yeah. theme in the background for him mm-hmm. uh and this is again the grand gundam uh he kind of pierces or like skewers the rose gundam against the shield again with the smoke the the spectators can only see that you know spikes have come out and pinned him like this um and then he he kind of pins the rose gundam to the ground and just starts wailing on him and like literally crushing him Mm -hmm. with the weight of the grand gundam yeah um and and you know george is in kind of a desperate situation but uh, you know, at the last minute, he kind of notices that the only vulnerable spot that the Grand Gundam has is its eye. <laughs> His special brand eyes. Yeah. So he fires a rose bit that detonates in you know the like the literally like the eye portal of this Gundam, uh, and that is enough to disable it. Mm. Not not defeat it, no. but disable it temporarily because and it change it back to its original form. It mass shifts yeah. back into. Mm-hmm the you know the 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 royal gundam mm-hmm. presumably this is all devil gundam tech yeah. like it can manifest this however it sees fit mm-hmm. um 
you know, and uh, I guess we're going to assume that maybe Gentle Chapman is, is dead again, yep. but I don't, uh, it, it doesn't clarify. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, you know, George reunites with the others. Wong yeah, on uh, a know, passing ship is like very good congratulations <laughs> and then Master Asia I got something to ask you fuck <laughs> off <Dolman>. yeah <laughs> fuck <laughs> off Dolman <laughs> and then uh, but as they're sailing away Marie Louise notices <laughs> his ring it's <laughs> the same rings that I saw I swear well you tried with an accent there they didn't yeah, I know none they're like oh no the ring. Um, so, uh, the guy with the signet ring was, uh, was, was Wong, so Wong is obviously, obviously a party to all of this. Yeah. Um, and, and Wong is kind of like, uh, well, Marie-Louise tells this to her father, the king, <laughs> and he's like, you know, okay, I believe you, but, but there is... out of it. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing we can do. Like, Wong can make or break what happens here, and, you know, he could eliminate us from the tournament, and if we lose, we'll be under his tyranny. Going against anyway. Wong may be right, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> a boo! <laughs> oh, come on. Um, <laughs> Made so, a Wong turn there, huh? <laughs> uh, so then... Uh, uh, no, it, it's it, just like, th- they ignore it, and then uh, Wong and Master Asia are downstairs in the basement like, I'm gonna be king of the universe of all of space! Or <laughs> so, be the king of space. And then they laugh maniacally. <laughs> but we can see that the Devil Gundam, it's as healing. predicted, is is healing. It's yeah. repairing itself. So, uh, bum, yeah. Bum, bum. How will this factor into, like, what does Wong have in store? <laughs> I, don't <clears throat> I don't know, Dan, but I'm here for the ride. It's been a long time coming, yeah, I guess. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Finally converted <laughs> you. Well, we did it. Final thoughts on this series of episodes? I really liked this batch. Yeah. I was happy to share it. I so. think it could have been more goobery, but even then, <laughs> Chibody's backstory went to a very dark place. Yes, yes, I will fully, yeah. uh... I remember watching that episode, but it's been so long that I, w- I just remember clowns. It's been clowns. so long, Dan. <laughs> so I, I was just like, I'll bring this, it's got clowns, could be stupid, but, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, even, even so. I find Jester Gundam entertaining, so... Mm. But I, I do hope that you liked it. I hope our audience or listeners found it interesting. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed them as well. I thought it was fun seeing these Gundams fight. I liked the backstory into the other members of the Shuffle Alliances mm-hmm. and the introduction of our new Beardsby. <laughs> I, I, I'll never remember her name. Beardsley? Beardsley. Beardsley. Mr. Beardsley. Like, yeah. Oh, my god. Whatever show that was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but interesting. She seems like a good addition to the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here for the ride. I'm sure some evil's been planned by Mr. Wong. Uh, Almost certainly so. And I'm sure Master Asia will be on the scene soon. Almost certainly so, yeah. 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 Well, Um, shall we sign off? Yeah. Uh, Is there anywhere that our audience can find us on social media, Dan? You can follow me on uh, Instagram at King underscore Dennis. Our Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast Instagram account. And our Facebook page of the same name. Yes, and you can follow me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at LosingMyMindJK on Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my Twitter at DrinkAndReadJK. And you can follow my other podcast, including Nightcaps at the Theater, where we look at some movies and get a little drizzy drunk. And then my other podcast, Drink and Read, coming at you real soon or should i say real doom <laughs> i know i'm I, I can promise that i've done better research on that podcast so maybe you'll actually learn something if you listen in um but it's coming soon i think we're gonna start that at the beginning of the new year 
And if all goes according to plan, Dan, next week we have one final week before the prescribed Christmas celebration begins. Yeah, you can hear those sleigh bells ringing. Hopefully all's going to go according to plan, but uh, if it sticks to the schedule that I have, around this point next week I will be recovering from an almighty hangover. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have a Christmas party to attend that Saturday. yeah. Um, before it and uh, as such we're gonna watch a movie that involves drinking (laughs) and it is none other than oh my gosh Masayaki Yuasa's Night is Short Walk On Girl one of my faves you've referenced this a lot so this will be interesting I really enjoy it I think it won't be traumatic (laughs) like the ringing bell was this is an uplifting piece Mm -hmm. it's only an hour and a half but I think it's a fun time and a, a jazzy jaunt through Japan Oh, that's yeah. an excellent alliteration there. Alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you next time as I put my eye patch on and sit side saddle on a stool. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no clowning. No clowning. Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast? Or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs>